The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, degrading conditions, a complaint system not fit for purpose, and a rising number of deaths in custody. The Inspector of Prisons, Mark Kelly, released his 2022 report on prison services in Ireland, revealing some shocking findings. Now, the first unannounced full inspection of Mount Joy Prison to be carried out in years revealed that prisoners were sleeping on mattresses on the floor, sometimes those mattresses shoved up against the toilet space. The question is, how did things get to be this bad? Well, I'm joined by Mark Kelly, the Inspector of Prisons himself. Mark, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, um, that uh, unannounced visit to Mount Joy, how does that work? Because often with all state services, if a, a cafe is going to be inspected, mm. they may get a phone call for saying, we're coming today. Mm. So, No, it, 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 these visits are, are literally completely unannounced. And in practice, what happens is I go in with a very small number of colleagues initially. We have, so you arrive on the North Circle Road? Absolutely. We literally... Knock uh, on the uh, gate? Uh, yep. Well, uh, thankfully, we don't need to knock on the gate because we have passes that allow us to access okay. prisons at any time. And what I should say is my team for a long period of time have been accessing prisons for other reasons. For example, to investigate deaths in, in sure. custody. What has not happened is uh, full-scale inspections of, of prisons. So on an, on you and a number of your team march into Mount Joy. So they haven't time to do anything to kind of put things right where things are wrong. Um, that's that's the idea. Um, but the idea also is that we want to see a real-life situation. And the experience with these inspections so far, we've also been to Clover Hill, we've been to Cork, we've been to the Dockers Centre on this same basis, is that we have generally been welcomed by prison staff because there are real problems in our prisons that they acknowledge. And, and they would like addressed. And they would like addressed. And having an independent uh, inspectorate that comes and mm-hmm. sees these things should be seen as being helpful. Now, I've been to the new Cork prison um, just before it opened, and it looked to be a very well-conceived place. So let's get the good stuff out of the way. Is it as good as it promised? Well, um, we haven't been able to publish the report on our visit to Cork Prison yet. It happened uh, fairly recently. And ultimately, it's the prerogative of the minister at the moment to publish our our reports. But uh, clearly, the new Cork Prison physically is far superior to the old one. But a prison is about much more than just the physical conditions. Mm. And Cork Prison is also, unfortunately, affected by overcrowding um, and is unable to provide the level of regime activities that the staff might like. This is, uh, I suppose, the, the nub of the issue. You've too many prisoners and not enough prison spaces. There are different ways of handling this. You can, you know, instruct the 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 prisons to change the regime or even the courts to change the regime by which people can be released early? That That's what I would call a kind of a, a safety valve, but it's not really a solution. It's also the revolving door syndrome that maybe none of us want. Exactly. That someone yes. who's a repeat offender, be they a violent offender or a non-violent offender, but uh, for example, someone who, uh, you know, steals thousands of euro worth of stuff from the shops every week. Exactly. Um, I mean, what what is worrying is that numbers 
are continuing to climb. Um, so really what is needed is a, a, a response across the criminal justice system that also looks at questions like sentencing and whether short sentences are really serving any effective purpose um, and and treats the input side as being as important as the, the output side because the reality is that the prison service has to accept every single person who is committed by the court. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, on that basis... Um you know, someone who murders their spouse and they get a life sentence, they may not be a danger to anyone else as long as they don't get married again um, because that was the nature of their crime. But no one would tolerate the idea that they should be released because they're no longer a danger to society in general because they only wanted to kill the missus. Well, ultimately, um, even life sentence prisoners have the possibility of parole after a certain amount of time. But it's indisputable that there are some people who do need to be committed to prison. The question is how many people are currently in prison, and it's nearly 4,600 people in prison in Ireland today who might not need to be there. What should they do in order to repay their debt to society if they have committed a crime? Well, there there are increasing possibilities uh, to engage in electronic monitoring of, of people in the community. There are possibilities through programmes of restorative justice where victims are actually involved in designing um, outcomes with offenders that are that are different mm. and there are community disposals but sending someone to to prison for example for four weeks is immensely costly to the system and very often will achieve nothing where the individual is concerned all right now anyone guilty of violent affray or whatever they would not get a four-week sentence one hopes no no, absolutely not. But they are a minority of the people who are in prison. Now, um, some of the other issues that you have to contend with, for example, um, you don't have a mandate to investigate holding cells where deaths have taken place, mm-hmm. um, the, the facilities for transporting prisoners from A to B. You don't have a mandate over that, but you're going to get one. Yes, we are. I mean, just on the deaths in Garda custody, GSOC uh, do already have a mandate to cover death. But there has been no independent monitoring of conditions of detention in Garda Shiagana premises uh, ever. So we are looking forward to the inspection of places of detention bill, which is going to give us a monitoring mandate from the very first moment that people are held in Garda custody. So including in Garda cars, police stations, uh, court holding cells, the entire detention journey of a person will fall within our mandate. Now, you'd like total independence. Uh, You'd like to be able to publish your reports when you decide to publish them, not when the Minister for Justice decides. Yes. Because the report escaped last Friday afternoon, (laughs) uh, just before the rugby match and when all of of Ireland, the attention was elsewhere, it has to be said. Well, uh, actually, the report did, I I was pleased to see, attract a certain amount of coverage, even though it was published on a Friday afternoon before a rugby match. But yes, in future, the inspection of places of detention bill um, proposes that we will be able to publish our reports directly ourselves. And I think that will be an important step forward. Now, there, there has been an increase in uh, the number of deaths in custody. And uh, as you say, GSOC will investigate them and so on. But uh, it, it 
is a huge increase of 188%, but it's based on, that increase is based on a very low figure. Yeah, well, th- those, those figures are for deaths in prison, which we do currently investigate every single death in prison and also people on temporary release. Um, but yeah, that what, what, what seems to have happened is that there was a significant dip in deaths in custody during the COVID pandemic and they have now risen to slightly above the level that they were during the pandemic. We want to learn from this and so I have commissioned Uh, a detailed review that goes back 10 years looking at every death in custody investigation that we've carried out because what I want to learn is what could be changed at a system level, not just in terms of each individual death. There are two uh, further issues. One is about mental health in prisons and people who may suffer from psychosis, for example, not getting help. That's right. I mean, the uh, the Director General of the Prison Services highlighted this recently at the POA conference. Um, And we are finding people with open, untreated psychosis in Irish prisons who are having extreme difficulty in being transferred in a timely fashion to the central mental hospital. We conducted a a review of this this year in seven of the 13 prisons in the state, um, and that report is currently with the the minister. I hope Mm. it will be published uh, really soon. Okay, the central mental hospital is new, and I'm sure there's plenty of space there, or or else it wasn't designed fit for purpose, um, if it's already full. There's plenty of space for some people, but unfortunately only 10 additional beds for prisoners in this situation. And so there has not been a significant increase in transfers of prisoners specifically to the Central Mental Mm -hmm. Hospital. Uh, Finally, Mark, where can people access your report if they want to read it? Is it online? It's on, I should say, the Department of Justice website, uh, but it's also online at oip.ie, which is the inspectorate's own website, and you can download it at that site. Mark, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, The Inspector of Prisons, Mark Kelly. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.